Welcome back to Off the Record, where we talk about whatever we want. Dante's here. We got Dante back. Dude, I like your name. I like how it just rolls off the tongue. Dante Bosco. Dante. It already sounds like a movie star. Yeah. It's a powerful name, Dante Bosco. Well, thank, thank you. Like I had no, no saying it. You and all your brothers got D's, right? Yeah, Derek, Darian, Dante, Dionisio. What's the last one? Dionisio. Dionisio. His name was Dion, but now he's like growing up. He's like, I'm gonna go back to Dionisio. You know what's crazy is you don't look anything like your brothers, man. Really? That one brother that's in the movie, he really looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but then the. When you line them all up, though, he's like the only one. Everyone, yeah. Oh, really? What inspired the movie? Well, it's, it's like four brothers, four vignettes. It's like kind of surrounded by like this Filipino wedding, but it's all stories from my family. It's like all history. Like, there's all embellished and fiction. Dramatized. All... Did you my big fat Greek wedding in this? Yeah, it's like mm. my big fat Greek wedding, but a little more clam. I mean, it's, it's different, but very much if you look. By the way, the movie is called? The Fabulous, Fabulous Filipino, Filipino Brothers. Brothers. Check out Fabulous Filipino Brothers, yeah. So we uh, made it into Sundance. Sa South By. Oh, South By. South By. South By. South By is big though, that's great. So what happens then? Like what happens with your- That's a good question. It's a, it's a dice roll. <laughs> that's a good question. We'll buy it or? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, even you're in the film game, you basically you make, the whole the process was that you make a movie, so much to make, to make the movie, to get the movie funded, all this kind of stuff, then you make it and then, if a studio didn't fund it, you're an independent film, and so now after you screen it at film festivals and whatnot, you go into like this film market where people want to buy your film, and mm. there's no real, there's no real, there's no real like. There's uh, no science. There's no, there's no science. No. There's no science. It's not like no. you can make anywhere from like you know a million dollars or twenty thousand dollars. Like like mm. literally, that's the gap of like. That's the risk. That's the risk. So, and it's and it's whatever they see. The value, as. right, right, right. Oh, right, snap! Right. Can you say how much you spent on it? Uh, no, not yet, because we don't know who's watching this. And we're, that's yep. a game. We're like, well, how much you spend on the film? We're like, well, how much you trying to buy it for? Buy it for. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if you won an award and stuff that adds the value to the film, yeah. right? Awards, festivals, awards, um, reviews. We got yeah. a good review. We got a good review from Variety. I'll send you. Nice. I'll write a review if I could. Yeah. Is there a Yelp page for it? <laughs> No. <laughs> Can the actors write a review on its own thing? Rotten Tomatoes. I know, I was reading something like there should be a Yelp page for people. You can just Yelp up. They do in China. That's a Black Mirror episode, bro. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it, it got yeah. dark. It got dark. It Quick. is a Black Mirror episode. It was one of the early... It was happy for 15 minutes and I was like, oh god, this got sad. Is this uh, your first movie you wrote and directed? This is my first movie, yeah. I mean, I've, I've produced like eight films, but this is the first one I got to direct. So all the other films that you showed me, like in the one that you guys made in Asia, yeah. they weren't yours? That it wasn't my directing, but I produced them. Oh. But you shot in the Philippines for this one? This one I shot in the Philippines and San Francisco. What are the limitations and what are the benefits? Uh, the Philippines, um, the limitations are, well the benefits is, I don't know, I'm Filipino, it's great to go home and connect to like all the artists out there. and. I got one of the biggest stars in the Philippines, Solon Youssef, to be in the film with me. And it's a little bit cheaper. And it's cheaper. I mean, it's obviously mm -hmm. the benefit is the dollars fifty to one to Filipino. Fifty festival. to one. And then also, it's a smaller film. And you can work them overtime without paying overtime, right? There is that. It's not, <laughs> the, it's not the benefit. Of the you can have children work, right? No, I'm kidding. What's crazy about the Philippines is when they buy you for the day, whether you're an actor or work any job on the set, a day is twenty-four hours. They're buying you for the day. Oh my. Yeah. So there's no unions out there and that's the way they work. 
and that's crazy because we're Americans and like we don't work that way. So we were only working 12 hour days, like America. Eight hours, and you better give him a massage. We'll do 12 hour days and they're like, they were getting up 12 hours later like, what's going on here? We're like, That's only half a day, my friend. Did I fuck up? Did I fuck up? Am I going home? Yeah. So we're like, no, no. So what we're doing as Don't America, blow my brains, please. Yeah, as American production, we're like, let's take the good stuff you guys are doing, let's kind of bring some of our culture and let's like try and make this hybrid. Mm -hmm. Our culture of fair workplace. Tried some fair work, but what was crazy though is one of our girls on the set was falling asleep on the set. And we're like, yo, what's going on? You, been, you know, we've been doing these days. I'm just trying to be American. No, she said, well, <laughs> you let us off at 12. And then so half the crew went and worked on another set. Whoa. And Fuck. doubled up and then came back to our set. We're Man, like, they're hard we're working. Working. no, no, you guys got, yeah, falling asleep on the set and shit. I'm like, you guys. We are such pussies, dude. Need to fucking go home and rest. Like we need to get our, maximize what we're doing here. But you know, it's a country where they need to work, they need to make money. In so you stopped them from working their second jobs? <laughs> yeah. You halted their country and hold them back? <laughs> you held them back. Yeah, I know. Getting, getting paid for the job. I know, because we're paying for the day, but now that they got extra now time, they, the they would do another mm -hmm. day. Gotcha, it's just a crazy time. That is different though. It is different, but it was really beautiful to shoot over there. And uh, it's, you know, it's a fun time. Hope we get to do some uh, something else in Asia. What part of the Philippines were you filming? In Manila, in the city. Manila, Manila. Is it one of those things where like you just pop out a camera because like the city's so rich? No, it's no. just like you, you gotta get all kinds of like art direction permits and all stuff. Yeah. Art direction. Did the police help you shut down streets and stuff or, or sidewalks? Uh, no, because they're not big on shutting down streets unless you're doing action because they don't really do a lot of sound. All the time. that's the other thing. They're not oh. used to like the sound is like newer for them and they dub all their films afterwards. Oh. So they're not locking down streets or nothing. And we're like, what? You just so loud out here. They dub everything. The movie industry. Yeah, Most of the times they'll they'll record sound, but they'll redub it all. So yeah, a lot of soundscape later Chinese on. movies are like that Same too. Because like, like, it's easier to just run and gun, shoot, and then yeah. get it out of the way. Yeah. So having Woo. been an actor like your whole life, and then now having directed, what's the biggest thing you learned as a director compared to like your time as an actor? That's such a crazy question. I don't know. I'm, you didn't learn anything. Yeah. Wow. What a fraud. John Lipton question right there. I know. <laughs> no, I think it's not you. You just have a bigger scope of what it is to make a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like a more of an appreciation kind of Yeah, thing? because as actors, we really just are selfish motherfuckers. Oh, uh, so it's like, like being a kid and then becoming a parent. Kind of, because like you're, you're not more selfish. You're supposed to be just concerned about what you're doing. Like yeah. you're seeing your character is the most important to you, and you're supposed to be thinking about that character, what his whole pathologies, what he did, what he did when he was a kid. So when you come to the screen, you're bringing all these layers to the character you're doing. Right. Like we no, we don't talk to me about what's going on in other scenes that you're not in or like don't worry about this light. That's not your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you become a director, a producer, you're like, you have to make decisions on all these different things, and so you're really looking at the whole. When I first start producing it, the responsibility is different because I'll be like be working and, and like we're about to start a movie, and then like a friend comes on, they're trying to renegotiate the contracts at the last minute, and you're like, dude. I mean, you're an actor, I've been there, and I want you to win, but I was like, this is all we got. I'm like, you have to understand, the ship has set sail, yeah. and you can't stop the ship. Mm. But we don't see that as actors sometimes. We're mm. just so concerned about mm. the craft. how to, well, your craft, but also your, of, your, your trailer, your, yeah. your, your shit, and you're supposed yeah. to be concerned about that. But as a producer, you go, I'm, dude, I'm fucking carrying all this, and you're making me stop. He's mm. like, well, some actors do that. Yeah, but that actor is the reason, that actor's, 
We're not all equal in this game. Yeah, but I didn't get that many pages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you just kind of get a bigger scope of what it is, but also you get to, you know, you get to tell your voice. Instead of being a character in someone else's story, you get to tell your story. What's you the limitation to telling your, using your own voice, though, do you find? I don't know about the limitations yet. The fear is, you know, as an actor, you can kind of just perform and it's like not really, it's the director's vision. I'm yeah. just a character in his thing. Yeah, I, I made my choices and I'm responsible for my choices, but as the limitation as a director is the fear of like, now you are, the buck stops with you. There's yeah. no one else to blame. Yeah. Mm. And you have you directed yet? I haven't, but no, that's the fear, right? Is that at the end of the day, you, you, you're, you're to blame. Do you yeah. feel like all the other extra responsibilities you have to take on on set as a director compromised you in any way as being the actor yeah. as well? Hell yeah. There's no one to bounce ideas off of. No, it's like, you know, you guys are actors and you guys been set. When the act, I love the actor life because I, mean, I grew up in it. When you're an actor, part of your job is to study your role and hang out with the other actors and the crew and you create mm. this camaraderie yeah. and mm. there are things that you create inside jokes, you like tell each other, you know, find each other's, each other's life, the characters and each other's lives and stories and all that kind of like bonding yeah. inside jokes make it into the movie yeah. somehow. Somehow, yeah. But when you're directing, it's like you're trying to be that actor with the other actors, because you're acting too, but then. You gotta make your days and. So sec, producer's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta make the day. Then you're trying to get back in the flow with these actors, and someone sounds like, hey, but this microphone's not okay. Then you try to make a day, and the production designer's like, hey, I just hung this fucking elephant. Do you, what do you think about this elephant or that elephant? I'm like, yeah, then you go back. It's, hey, we lost this location. Is this location the same? Exactly. But it's not the same. Can you make it work? It's And you're like, all I want to do is just hang out with the actors and bullshit around the craft service table and fucking smoke cigarettes and talk shit. Would you do it again? Would you yeah. uh, act, act and drive? No, I, I would do it again. I would do it again. But, uh... But it's hard. Yeah. It's definitely hard. I, I don't know how to balance. I don't. Know, I wouldn't know how to balance that out. So you, so you might just do directing only to experience that without the whole acting. I would try. I'd like to try that. Hey y'all! Today's video is brought to you by Full Sail University. Have you ever wanted to be in the creative fields? I do. Like make the music. Oh yeah. Make the films. Yeah. And what's dope about Full Sail is unlike a lot of these other creative colleges. It's a very hands-on, immersive experience. Mm -hmm. So it's so hands-on that when you join Full Sail, you get a new laptop and you get the professional-grade software at a deep institutional discount. So what they want you to do is when you go in there, they want you to prepare you for the actual either gaming or art or music or film work life so yeah. that you're already using the stuff you're gonna be using in the future. That's right, and what I like about, you know, Schools that are designed just for the arts and stuff, they want to prepare people to actually work in it. And in most schools, what I've noticed is they just learn like theory. Yeah. And you learn like you can't do shit with no theory. No, you gotta you gotta learn practice. Yep. And that's why uh, our very own Casey Chan of Just Kidding Films, he graduated from Full Sail University. When did you graduate, Casey? 2007. 2007. And he's been using his full cell knowledge along with continuous learning from himself to develop awesome creations. There's another guy actually case that applied the same time Casey did, and he was from Ivy League school. I'm like, Ivy League? Fuck you. Ivy Look, do they, they even, use the professional grade program? Do they even have a film department? They, pay, they fake it. They pretend? They probably study the arts in a book. Yep. That's not gonna get you nowhere, buddy. No way, Jose. Yep. Go to fullcell.edu slash off the record, okay? Yeah, to check out 
all the programs they have there and then also they have scholarship opportunities so if you are an excellent A student as my mom would say you could probably get hooked up so that's fullcell.edu slash off the record my friend that was in a street gang told me this is how you do it A did you get to capture your vision of what you thought it was going to be or is it a little bit different because I've gone through this and I find it very interesting as a writer right and producer even yeah. I, I, I didn't know because I was such an amateur. Have you got your vision? Did you not get your vision? Movie? No, of course not. But my, <laughs> well, no, just being honest, right? My first movie ever, right? You write it and you visualize it in such a way, but you don't realize the filters that it goes through. So you're like, it goes from the page to the film, right? To the editing room. Like, and then there's actors who interpret your dialogue different ways, and all that gets pulled in different directions, and then at the end of the day, that gets spit out into a product. And I'm not saying it's spit out in a bad way, but it's just different way from different. the way that you're like, I visualized like this. Yeah, right. it's, it's impossible for it to be your vision, because it's- Not yeah, for like some people. Filters. Not for yeah, some Well, not for Fincher, Fincher who's bro. like, Fuck you, I put my hand up your ass. You talk like this for 70 takes, you piece of shit. I think that's the beauty of film. What movie did he do? Oh man, which Club, which one he's Social Club, Network. Social Network. Mank. That's yeah. new Mank out right now. Dragon uh, Tattoo. Boogie Nights. No, no, no Boogie Nights is at yeah. West Fall Time. But, the, but PTA is the same way. The great thing about those, about filmmaking is it's, it's all these artists working together to make this thing, right? Yeah. Everyone, I mean, of course everyone knows the actors are, are artists and the director's an artist. But guess what? The wardrobe artist is an artist. artist. Hell yeah. The makeup people are artists. The person yeah. that built this whole thing, they're all artists. Even the producers are artists. Producers. Yeah. Everyone, so you have all- Style of restaurant they had, they get. Like, you know, everything. Right. So either people just bow down to you and you're fucking the god and they're just gonna serve your vision, which I don't even know if I'd be comfortable with directing that way. I'm more like trying to just inspire everyone to yeah. like, do their best. But that's why, yeah, that's why I found, and I have never been a director, so I don't know that, but I'm just saying, you, there comes a point where you just have to let go and let the production be bigger than your stupid ego. You got to. And that's what you I have to. to. That's what I had to realize. That was the toughest thing for me to realize. As a writer. In the early on, yeah, as a writer. Producer, what if your ego's better than everybody? Yeah, yeah, you're a writer, but the writer is the first director. The writer right. gets to direct the movie the way he wants, write it the way he wants, outside of anybody telling him until notes come in and whatnot. Yeah. But then you gotta hand it off and that's the key. It's it's a relay race. It's you a have run. to trust your team. You have to yeah, trust exactly. the actor. You have to yeah. trust the DP to get the shot. Exactly. You, it, the more you try to get the control of it, I think the more resentful you can grow too mm -hmm. on set. And that's fucking down. And you fall out of love with the medium. Yeah. What are what's that term that you use for like Wes Anderson, like Taika? Auteurs. Yeah, Auteurs. Yeah, so yeah. They end up writing and directing and like yeah they, they have a full I don't necessarily control. believe in auteurs I mean I think it's a it's a romantic way to look at it but I mm -hmm. don't no one's making the movie by themselves no, no way. I mean no. they I think they put a stamp on their work right. in yeah. terms of like it, it always results in a very like there's a quirk that they bring right. to their work but it doesn't mean that they have like this authoritarian mm. control over the a lot project. of like all their movies end up looking like they're similar. Does that mean that well, they worked with the same team? Yeah, right? that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna ask that. So they're always working yeah. with the yes. same team. Yeah. That's why it always you grow a taste yeah, together. with minor variances. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are all in the same. It's a clique doing it all together. It's like the the, the taste of the clique. Like I mean, Tarantino uses the same peoples yeah. and, until you know, recently because he just lost his editor. Sally, Sally Menke. And the good thing is like yeah, you make it the accolades because it's this great. Film, but guess what? If it's a shitty film, you're also going to get like all the blame. The buck stops with you. But the mm. one thing that when I was leading up to the film, I was talking to John M. Chu, right, from uh, from Crazy Rich Asians, and he was giving me advice on the thing. And it was something I thought about every day because he said, The film that you think you're going to make, what you were saying, yeah. and he's like, You understand, like, yeah, 
plan it out, do everything, but also just be ready because you're probably not gonna make the film. You gotta let the film come to you. Yes. Like, let go. You gotta let go. Like you have to. little by little, like you you plan your day, but the film, the character, just because you lose locations, you lose actors, you gotta do this. You think the actor's gonna do it one way, but he does this way, and you're like, okay, maybe am I gonna force him to do it the way I want, or is that mm -hmm. a better way? Like little by little, the film. You don't control the film. It's just no. kind of it's, it's a minor. They say it's a minor miracle that any film gets made. Sometimes you don't even control the casting, bro. No, like no. it gets nuts out there. So it's funny because your name gets attached to something, and then people criticize it, and then you're like, I agree with you. I, I, can't, I can't do anything. <laughs> it morphed into that. Damn it! It's so hard to make these movies. Like you even have this heart for like you know people will talk shit about a movie. It's like us oh, fucking bad movie, and you're like. I don't give a, it's so fucking yeah. hard to look make any Zach, fucking- Look at Zack yeah. Snyder's yeah. Justice League movie, that yeah. shows you, like- I haven't seen it yet, I haven't seen it either, well, you, you watched it? No, I didn't watch it yet, but the studio got involved, right? The reviews are apparently insanely better than the last movie, like with Joss Whedon. And so that's, that just goes to show, like, the more fuckery that happened, the more his own original vision got filtered down and blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, man, this went through the Brita tank and I don't even know what the fuck this is anymore. Right, which, which happens, I mean, and we should all be so blessed to do these bigger films where oh, it's yeah. gonna be- yeah. I'd love to have that problem. I got so many studio people giving me notes. Hey, Gal Gadot, you think you could put on the tights and come on back for a couple days? <laughs> 30 mil, what's all we got? Yeah, it's a real shoestring. <laughs> yeah, what happened there? What was the Zack Snyder thing? So his kid, unfortunately, committed suicide, and then they were already unhappy with the way that Batman versus Superman was received, and so they used it as an excuse to jettison um, him from the film. They fired him, basically, without saying they fired him. And then they hired Joss Whedon to come in and like brighten it all up and make it more marvel-y, and then it didn't work because of the way that he shot it. So you're like, what the fuck? Why is everyone doing shtick? Mm -hmm. It was weird. Tone clash. Nobody was happy, because then people who wanted just whatever the fuck Zack Snyder was gonna do mm -hmm. were like, well, this doesn't seem right. And then mm -hmm. the people who wanted like marvel-y shit were like, well, this doesn't seem right. So it was just convoluted. Yeah. For both sides. And then they let him just have the movie he wanted. Well, he had to start a social media campaign, which he did very Fight well. For it. He had like Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck and everybody kind of, and, and Henry Cavill all tweet about the Snyder cut, and then he created this groundswell of support, and then Warner. And that's like, in a Fuck whole it. other. So they let him like, go and uh, recut the film for himself. It's pretty crazy. Did he shoot it all already? Was it already shot? Uh, no, it was mostly shot, but then he had to reshoot some stuff, and they gave him like a couple million dollars to do it. They gave him a couple minutes to reshoot like a film that already came them. out? Wow. Tens of the new one, it's like four hours long or something. Yeah, right? Oh, shit. I mean, apparently, like, it's a completely different movie. Like, the bad guy is different, everything. We gotta watch it. I wanna watch it. thing is different. There's another character in there that no one even knows what this guy came from. I was reading some stuff on the comic book of uh, some Martian guy, Mastermind. Martian Manhunter from the original Justice League. Yeah. He's a he's a character. John Johns is his name. I'm, very, I'm, I'm a big comic book nerd, so. Yeah, are you a DC or a Marvel? Person? I'm a DC guy. I'm mostly. Are you? Yeah. I did one character in a DC show. It's on Netflix, and I play a kid named Karate Kid. Wait, what the fuck? Karate Kid. You know what I'm talking about? Not. Not the Karate Kid, but. His right. name's Karate Kid? Yeah. Okay. He's from the DC, the Justice League in the future. Oh shit, I don't know that. And it's like this thing where it's like, it's from the 60s though, but the original Karate Kid was like this blonde haired dude, but of course they updated and they made him like an Asian guy, and so hmm. I'm a Karate Kid. It's it's on Netflix, a movie called like time, Something in Time. But it's like a Justice League thing. It Did you like, do action then? I mean, it was, it, no, it was all, it's all animated. 
if I voice the Karate Kid. Dude, my little brother's a huge Last Airbender fan, by the way. So, you know, good job for you, brother. Thank you so much. I didn't even know about that. He's. Just, I was just like, hey, dude, I'm doing this shit with Dante Bosco, and he's like, the fucking Airbender, and I was like, what is that? I had to Google it because I don't know. I don't know. It's it's nothing to do with you. No, I just don't watch the anime no, stuff. I mean, none of us know, but any of this stuff, it's just it's crazy when you do with these characters that becomes like a very big deal for like a group of yeah. people, and yeah. you're like. How'd you do that? I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't even know how that how I did that. It just it just happened. It just happened, and it's like this became a cultural figure, or the show is a cultural phenomenal hit for like this world. Like you can do cons for the rest of your life, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to give a friend one time all this advice about cons and working. He was like, Dante, you're Rufio and Zuko. It's pretty cool that you got two. You're good for life. I'm like, I know, but. But it's still, you, you, whatever I'm telling you, like you can still apply it to what you're doing. You yeah. know? Mm. I, I think it's sheer luck. Yeah. I don't know. But you're different than the guy who did the Warriors because he only had the Warriors and then he had that fucking weird ass movie. So you at least got two. You mean the Warriors come out of play? No, 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 the, the main guy in Warriors. The guy who did like that movie that started with the Z as well. I don't know. The main guy in Warriors though. That movie, right? Yeah, the yeah, old yeah. New York Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Oh yeah, 1976? I feel like there's a way to remake, not remake it, but inspire to do something like what they did, but like in a different place in time, but LA. it's basically the Warriors. You know, it's like this gang or whatever trying to get back to where they're from, but have to fight everybody else. There's no, I mean, dude, that's the perfect one of those movies, yeah. Yeah, one of those movies. I don't know what the deal is, but it's whatever that storyline yeah. is. Yeah.